When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance Channel. It's time again to talk about my three simple strategies for identifying the best dividend aristocrats. Each month, I select the top 10 best-ranked aristocrats for each approach, and I compare the results to investing in Noble, the dividend aristocrat ETF, and SPY just for curiosity. I believe these three simple strategies should offer better results than Noble in the long run, because if they don't, there is no sense in investing this way. We would just be doing more work, taking on more risk, and achieving worse results. The best way to apply my three strategies is with a long-term buy-and-hold strategy, and that is exactly what I have been tracking since I first released these strategies in August of 2021. Noble has a total return of minus 2.32% between August of 2021 and May 24, 2022. During the same period of time, my three strategies have total returns ranging from 3.13% to 10.37%, which means they have generated alpha over Noble of 5.44% to 12.69%. These initial results are very impressive to me, but I still want to see how well these strategies will perform over a longer period of time. While I believe these strategies should offer returns in excess of Noble's return, I don't think we should expect 5-10% of annual outperformance. But even a 1-2% better return per year over a long enough period of time could lead to tens or hundreds of thousands more in final market value of your portfolio. Normally, I discuss last month's 10 chosen aristocrats for each strategy, how they are performing, and then show you which aristocrats are selected for the upcoming month. In this episode, I wanted to shift the focus to the buy and hold portfolios, since that is how I am evaluating how well these strategies work. If that sounds interesting to you, then join me on this deep dive into each strategy and the buy and hold portfolios, and at the end, I'll tell you which aristocrats are selected for June. First up, let's talk about the most undervalued strategy. Here, I look for the 10 aristocrats that are potentially the most undervalued based on dividend yield theory. The theory assumes that over a long period of time, stocks revert back to long-term trailing dividend yields. It is best used with companies that have long and stable histories of dividend payments and dividend growth. This makes the dividend aristocrats a perfect sample to apply this theory to. The theory normally compares the current and trailing dividend yields to compute valuation. I apply it in a slightly different manner. I use the trailing dividend yield to compute a fair price for each aristocrat, and then compare the actual price to the fair price. This approach still yields the same result, but the under or over valuation figure will differ from the one computed using just the two dividend yields. The buy-and-hold portfolio for this strategy has beaten Noble for 6 out of the last 10 months. However, looking at the total return, the strategy is beating Noble by 12.69% since August of 2021. It is up 1.21% this year, compared to a loss of 8.31% for Noble. Comparing it to SPY yields even more impressive outperformance. Since August of 2021, this portfolio generated 19.65% of alpha over the ETF. The benefit of investing in potentially undervalued aristocrats is realized in the future. Targeting out-of-favor stocks can and likely does yield short-term underperformance, but if the undervalued stock recovers in the future, it can offer above-average returns. Now, I don't assume all of the undervalued aristocrats this strategy identifies will offer strong returns down the road. Matter of fact, it's highly likely that some of the selections will prove to be horrible investments, but it will only take a few big winners to outweigh the average and poor-performing selections. As I expected, this strategy started out underperforming Noble and SPY. In August of 2021, it only returned 0.49%, compared to 1.87% for Noble and 2.98% for SPY. In September, the strategy made up some ground, as the overall market declined, 
Yet the undervalued stocks didn't fall as much, as they were already discounted before the market pullback. In October, as the market regained September's losses, the strategy once again underperformed. In November it lost again, and at this point trailed Noble by 1.2% and SPY by 5.43%. Then December proved to be a really great month for this approach, as the portfolio returned 10.37%, compared to only 654 for Noble and 4.63% for SPY. This brought the portfolio ahead of Noble, and almost level with SPY after 5 months. Noble and SPY got off to a sour start in 2022, with both ETFs losing 4-5% in January. The most undervalued portfolio picked up a cool 1.04% in January, and as you can see it has continued to deliver strong results this year, month after month. I don't know whether these strong returns compared to Noble and SPY will continue, but what I do know is the strategy makes logical sense. Investing in undervalued aristocrats should yield better than average results. Additionally, the strategy also offers a better than average initial dividend yield, oftentimes in the 3-4% range that is better than both Noble and SPY. Let's have a look at the actual portfolio now, and break down why it has worked out well this year. Here you can see the 27 current and former aristocrats that are in this portfolio right now. The market value of each position as of May 24th, the capital that was invested in each aristocrat, the total return, and the current allocation. This portfolio invests $1,000 each month, equally split amongst the 10 chosen aristocrats for that month, so $100 invested in each stock. The position is never sold, and all dividends are reinvested right back into the issuing stock. The most capital has been invested into Clorox and Walgreens at $1,000 each. And funny enough, both of these aristocrats have negative returns thus far, both losing a little more than 9%. The best performing components of this portfolio have been Chevron and Exxon, both returning more than 70%. However, both are rather small parts of the portfolio, with Chevron making up 5% of the total market value and Exxon about 3.3%. The third best aristocrat in this portfolio is AbbVie, that is up almost 44%, but makes up a very small 1.36% of the total market value. Other drivers of the strong return for the portfolio are Atmos Energy with $800 of capital invested, a return of 19.18% and a 9.01% current allocation. Cardinal Health with $400 invested, a return of 17.76% and a 4.45% allocation. Consolidated Edison with $400 invested, a return of 38.16% and a 5.23% allocation. Hormel with $700 invested, a return of 12.29% and a 7.43% allocation and AT&T with $700 invested, a return of 14.81% and a 7.6% allocation. The portfolio essentially works by investing in aristocrats while they are undervalued, and holding the position as their valuation recovers, and enjoying their returns. Let me show you an example. Let's look at AT&T, that is actually no longer a dividend aristocrat. The portfolio invested in AT&T between August of 2021 and February 2022, $100 each month for a total of $700. At the end of February, the position had a market value of $661.28, so about a 5.5% loss, as the stock didn't really perform well. Well, in March, AT&T lost another quarter of a percent, but returned 7.19% in April, and is up 13.67% in May thus far. While the primary reason for not investing more into AT&T is its exclusion from the dividend aristocrat list, it still proves a good example of investing in aristocrats when they are undervalued and holding them while they recover. Okay, moving on to strategy number 2, the fastest expected growth strategy. Here I look for the 10 aristocrats that are poised to offer the highest total return over the next 5 year period. The return forecast is a combination of the current dividend yield, a discounted 5 year earnings per share growth forecast, and a return to fair valuation. Unlike the most undervalued strategy, here I am looking at the aristocrats that should grow the fastest, but still factoring in the valuation as a stock's starting point. This strategy is up 3.13% since August of 2021 and it has offered 5.44% of Alpha over Noble, and 12.4% over SPY. 
It's not performing as well as the most undervalued strategy, but I believe it should shine more in the bull market. This strategy got off to a fast start, returning 5.12% in August of 2021, which was better than both Noble and SPY. It also offered Alpha in September, and then trailed both ETFs in October, but remained ahead since inception. It has beaten Noble for 5 out of the last 10 months, but has remained ahead of the ETF on a rolling basis. May is thus far a rough month for this portfolio, as it is down 4.61% and performing worse than Noble and SPY this month. Let's take a look at the actual portfolio now. There are 18 unique aristocrats in this portfolio, so a significantly smaller number of holdings compared to the most undervalued portfolio. Three aristocrats were included in all 10 monthly lists thus far, and had $1,000 of capital invested in them. The first one is Chubb, then we have Cisco and VF Corporation. Additionally, $900 was invested into Caterpillar, IBM, and Nucor Corporation. We did have one stock eliminated from the portfolio. People's United was acquired by MT Bank, and as a result, the stock ceased to exist. The position was liquidated and reinvested equally amongst the top 10 selected aristocrats in April. The best position in this portfolio is Nucor, with a 13.38% return, and it makes up 10.47% of the total market value. Chubb is actually the largest holding with an 11.54% allocation, and a return of 12.41%. Two more positions exceed the 10% allocation threshold. IBM has an allocation of 10.06%, and a return of 8.89%. And Cisco has an allocation of 10.4%, and a return of 1.27%. I believe this portfolio will catch up to the most undervalued portfolio in the long run. It should perform better during bull markets, and since bull markets last longer than bear markets, it will have more room to run over a longer period of time. The last strategy is a blend of the first two. Here I am looking for the 10 aristocrats with the highest expected growth rate, but only amongst the potentially undervalued aristocrats. The goal here is to blend both of the other strategies together, and focus on growth, while also initiating a position in the chosen aristocrats at fair or better prices. This portfolio is performing just as expected, with a total return right in between both of the other two strategies. Since August of 2021, the portfolio has a total return of 5.03%, and is beating Noble by 7.35%, and SPY by 14.31%. In 2022, it is down 3.8%, which doesn't sound that bad, compared to where many growth-focused portfolios sit today. The strategy has never offered the best return in a single month, compared to the other two strategies, Noble or SPY. Yet on a rolling basis, it's doing quite well. Let's take a look at the actual portfolio now. There are 26 unique positions in this portfolio. It also held People's United, and the same process of removing the security was applied as in the fastest expected growth strategy we just talked about. Only one aristocrat had $1,000 of capital invested in this portfolio, and that aristocrat is 3M Company. It is currently the second largest position in the portfolio, with an allocation of 8.93%, and a negative return of minus 10.06%. The largest position is IBM, with a 9.73% allocation and a 22.5% return. The best aristocrat in this portfolio is Exxon, with a 74.08% return, but only $200 was invested in this stock back in August and September of 2021. The portfolio also saw strong returns from Atmos Energy, with a return of 23.14% and $600 invested, Cardinal Health with a return of 19.71% and $300 invested. Kimberly Clark with a return of 34.55% and only $100 invested. And Sherwin Williams with a return of 29.43% and only $100 invested. The last two aristocrats were recent additions to the portfolio in April of this year. I think in the long run, say a few years from today, if I'm still tracking these strategies, they should all have relatively similar results. Or at least I don't believe that any one of these strategies will significantly outperform the others. I think they are all simple and easy to follow, conceptually they make sense, and should provide alpha over noble in the future. Before we wrap up here, let me share with you the most important information, the chosen aristocrats for each strategy in June. Let's start with the most undervalued strategy. The chosen aristocrats are A.O. Smith, Air Products and Chemicals, Franklin Resources, Clorox, 
Ecolab, 3M, Stanley Black & Decker, T. Rowe Price Group, VF Corporation, and Walgreens. The valuations range from about 15% to 41% undervalued. Collectively, the 10 chosen aristocrats offer an attractive starting dividend yield of 3.34%. Up next, we have the 10 aristocrats poised for the fastest growth rate over the next 5 years. And we have Albermalley, Caterpillar, Ecolab, IBM, Nucor, PPG Industries, Stanley Black & Decker, Cisco, T. Rowe Price Group, and VF Corporation. Of these 10, Albermalley, Caterpillar, and Nucor are potentially overvalued right now, and the forecasted returns range from about 15 to 42%. The starting dividend yield for these 10 aristocrats is 2.63%, so not as attractive as the most undervalued bunch. And finally we have the blended selections. They are Air Products and Chemicals, Ecolab, IBM, 3M, PPG Industries, Sherwin-Williams, Stanley Black & Decker, Cisco, T. Rowe Price Group, and VF Corporation. The valuations range from about 3% to 41% undervalued, and the return forecast range from about 13 to 42%. The starting dividend yield this month is 2.96%, which is right in the middle of the first two strategies. I use a spreadsheet to track all of the dividend aristocrats that updates automatically based on the most recent market data. I share this spreadsheet with members of my Patreon. If you're interested in checking it out, you can access my Patreon using the link in the description below. I would suggest not joining around month end, as Patreon always charges on the first day of the month, regardless of when you join. That's it for today. If you enjoyed the video, please give it a like and subscribe to the channel. Thank you for watching and see you next time.